Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. Richard Hobbs here and on today's episode we've got Ben. Evening. And we've got Gully. Hello. How are we both? Yeah, not bad. Just slowly recovering from Wembley now. What are we? What is it, 10 days? Uh, 10 days on from Wembley. The, the night terrors are beginning to subside. <laughs> Did the Watford game yesterday help at all? No. Did it give you no. any level of catharsis? No. Because they were good. Why? They were good as well. So <laughs> if they'd have got beat 5-0, then I'd have yeah, been like, what yeah. About, what about Trondini? So 10 minutes, what about in, ben Foster? 10 minutes in, super. 75 minutes in, when you're watching it going, these are good with 10 men. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, I can see why they beat us yeah. now. Yeah, so on today's episode, we'll cover the weekend's loss to Southampton, the upcoming game against Brighton, of course, Dan's quiz and Twitter Corner. But before we go any further, last week Wolves released their season ticket prices for the, I was going to say for the upcoming season, we're almost on the upcoming season, I guess for next season, um, they've prices have gone up, there doesn't seem to be an early bird specialist there have been historically at the club, um, you know some fans are questioning whether they can afford to go. Some fans are kind of very much backing the club to the hilt, but you know, we've gone from in the space of 12 months playing championship football to being arguably the seventh, eighth best team in the league. My question to you guys is are the price, A, are the price increases warranted, and B, will it affect you? I've, I've got to say, I was amazed by the percentage increase in accountants on Twitter that came out as soon as the price increase was announced because. All of a sudden, we were working out, you know, over the season, how much money we're going to raise <laughs> additional to... Um, we have got to get through FFP somehow. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, this minuscule amount is going to make all the difference. Um, yeah, it's not... I, I get both points of view. We do have a higher quality product, if we want to talk in those mm. terms. But... Is it going to make a difference to a football club the size of ours? In the grand scheme of things, not really. But you can't you can't blame them for doing it. Yeah. It's still competitive. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a competitive price, and I think if there was some kind of early bird incentive as well, it would have. I think it would have reduced annoyance a little bit. Mm. I did see someone made a point on Twitter. I can't remember who it was, so I apologise. But they were saying, just steal it. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's fine. Pretty much, you're not you're not used to that. So <laughs> football is the only sport where you would. People would moan about a fourteen percent increase in price mm. for such a differing quality of product. Yeah. So if you if you bought a DVD and it had 
actors that you'd never heard of and you paid and you paid £11 and then for £11.50 you could buy a DVD that have got 12 A-listers in you wouldn't think anything of it but football there, there suddenly seems to be quite there's quite a I don't know, it's just seen, seen as really negative for paying a little bit more for a better product. Yeah. I know people don't like calling it products and entertainment, but it is, isn't that's, it? That's, that's what it yeah. is. And the cynical part is that they know that they've got a waiting list, so they don't they don't need early yeah. but they don't need incentives. That's why they do early birds in previous years. But wolves may never be this popular ever again. Yeah, of course. For all those who know, it's capitalising on that popularity. But, you know, it, you take it... I think people are frightened by lump sums as well. Yeah. In, yeah. And, you know, if you do break it down over the course of the 12 months that you might be paying it. I think it works. I'm trying to remember, I don't like looking at my bank account to be uh, perfectly <laughs> honest. But I know, I know I pay direct debit. I think it works out. I, I sit in the South Bank and I think it works out as about 50 quid a month for eight months. But I think, and there's like one slightly higher payment. And I look at it like that and I think, actually, that's not end of the world no. I mean I mean in, in that example if you went to two games a month and you were paying £25 then, a match ticket you, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't be batting so, an I island I think it would sort you? of roughly works no. out is it about £27 a game for a season ticket in one of the ends yeah. which for Premier League football I, I think that's reasonable the only issue is I couldn't go to a game and, and get a ticket for £25 because yeah. of uh, because of the excess demand for them now but I then I, I, the days of incentives yeah. match per match are, are gone anyway. Yeah. They're, well. they're not going to be doing kids for a quid yeah. for a Tuesday night game, no, are they? No. So. No. You know, it's, um, uh, part of me thinks it's a bit of a shame, chiefly because, you know, it, it used to be that your ticket, oh, you know, probably is still down at the lower leagues, but your tickets, your ticket sales aren't what drives your revenue. That, yeah. that it adds up. But it doesn't make a huge difference, in, you know, compared to the TV money in terms of sponsorship. You know, you think how many, uh, you know, corporate partners Wolves have now. They probably can match it on a day on a match day basis, I guess. Not necessarily, hmm. but I think as well, the club is clearly pushing for more of a match day experience hmm. around the ga- around the game as well. If they can guarantee that there are going to be twenty odd thousand people there paying an extra amount already yeah to then add you know if you start having your drinks at the game you start eating your food at the game all that Mm. sort of stuff there's money to be made out of the fan base and they are an investment company after all they're going to be looking for a profit somewhere or something yeah you know part of me thinks you can't be too annoyed at them for doing it I guess people will pay for it so it proves that it's it's a a competitive pricing structure is that and we could be looking at, you know, touch wood, you know, uh, additional games for Europa Leagues and things as well. So, And you would imagine that if, I know we're talking years in the future, but if the, you know, the stadium and the capacity is increased, mm-hmm. then, you know, there might be an example where those prices can start to come down a, a bit. At least freeze. Yeah. yeah. And that might be the incentive. Because... Next year, we'll all have forgotten about the price increase if they say it's going to be yeah. fro- fro- frozen. It's going to be yeah, of course, yeah. And we'll always be singing the praises, yeah. you know, all hail yeah. frozen. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because in the grand scale of things, I'm just trying to do some very quick maths on my phone. But, you know, if you raise the ticket prices for 30,000 30, fans by, you know, let's say a fiver, and you do that over 19 <laughs> games... 
which is what it would be, is only about two, is next year by just short of three million, which, again, grand scale of things, it's not a huge difference. But actually, you can see it from their point of view is we've actually got quite a good product here that lots of people want, and we have, what, an extra, let's say, 5,000 people or something ridiculous on the waiting list. Yeah. I mean, there's about 20-odd thousand season ticket holders, so we've got an extra 25% increase, you know, increase in demand. Yeah. You know, which, in their eyes, that's lost revenue. He's already seen his KPIs, isn't he? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. He's got his performance in the He's got a bit... Yeah, he's got a bonus coming in. Can you imagine his satisfaction? Because he must have one hell of a spreadsheet. It's an extra club man. Yeah. Should we go... Should we go on to um, talk about the Southampton game, guys? If we must. I know. Like, I mean, we still, you know, you talk about hangover from Watford, um, sort of how we're still feeling. I think if anyone, I think a lot of the Wolves players felt it on the weekend. Uh, Wolves lost 3-1 to Southampton. Nathan Redmond scoring two goals and Shane Long scoring as well. Uh, Willie Bolly scored a consolation, well, what turned out to be a consolation in the first half to bring it to... One one. Um, the way I can't look at it, there's a right way and a wrong way to respond to the disappointment at Wembley, and I don't think they kind of did it in the right way. That's the poor. Well, I would say, I, you know, the other version is that you know they're in Marbella this week, and it looks like they're already on the beach because yeah. that could have been four five one. It's it's quite a complicated defensively definitely. Hmm. I thought going forward, not as much once the third winning because that that did kill them off. But I thought they were as as flowing offensively as they've been yeah. in quite a, quite a few weeks really. When you compare that to the kind of performances we saw against Burnley, like there was there was a yeah. lot more about them going forward. I thought. Yeah, I think both teams were capable of offering up chances in that first half. We were playing a lot higher up and therefore allowed them spacing behind. Whereas Southampton, we're sat quite deep. So the chances that we got weren't quite so obvious and, you know, guilt-edged. But they were, you know, they were giving the ball away quite regularly from the back. And yeah. I, I just think they capitalised on it better than we did. I, I can't remember recalling this give away the kind of chances that we've given away ever. Hmm. Not near enough, no. never. Especially when you consider there was the one that Sims missed one on one straight after the two one, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have made it three one, and then he had another one, didn't they? Yeah, were, were they both Sims? Mm. Yeah, I think so. He, he just dragged had, one wide, he dragged yeah. one wide, and yeah. then like lifted one over Patrice that went wide, didn't they? Yeah. So it could have been four quite comfortably by half time, which was just a bit of a shock to yeah, the system. I think that, that's. I think you noted it against uh, Watford Gully, uh, Gully when you said sort of those aren't mistakes that. Nuno sides have made no. and like it felt again it was like an aftermath like just don't that's not how we play no. like of, you know I, I say it quite a lot but a lot of neutrals will see Wolves as being sort of this free flowing attacking side and, not and we're all. really not we're like we are a very defensively minded and build from the back team so when you kind of see us make very kind of systematic errors it 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 throws us a lot of kilter, I guess. You know, especially like to concede like 
you know, a couple of minutes after after equalising as well. That's not. I think there was a serious lack of intensity to the mm. start of that game. I yeah. think we went in expecting maybe Southampton to sit, sit off us, and we started the game with that mindset that we're going to have a bit of the ball. You know, let's let's kind of work our way into this. But within the first attack, we're thinking, yeah. holy shit. Romain says literally looked like he didn't know what had happened when yeah, Redmond came no, over his shoulder. No, didn't know what had happened until Redmond was celebrating. Yeah. I don't know. We've Throughout the season, we've struggled. I know it's picked up slightly in, in more recent weeks, but we've, we've struggled to score in the first half. Yeah. yeah. But now you look, Burnley, Man United... And now Southampton. All in 15 we've con- And we've been yeah. bad as well in those first mm. 15 minutes. Like, really poor. And it's difficult, isn't it? Because we're obviously doing what we're doing in the league, but that's mm. that's not a good stat to be that poor at the start of games. Because if I was if I was managing the other team at Wolves, I'd say, get out these in the first 10 minutes, because yeah. they won't be on it straight away. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And we're evidently not at the moment. Because that the, the goal against Burnley... And the goal that we conceded on Saturday, that is just complete lack of intensity, as you say, yeah. defensively, because the, the Wood, the Wood Cody own goal is just was stood flat. The ball yeah. comes in, and that one on Saturday, the ball's come across, yeah. and they just wanted it. Redmond wanted it more than Solis did. I think yeah. it even came from before that, where the way the ball's dropped into mm. the space between Johnny and Bolly, and no one's really gone across to Sims to, to close well, down a, the cross or anything. You no, know, it's just that lack of intensity, that lack of desire. You know, it's like saying, ah, we'll just find our way for the first 10 minutes in the game. Thinking, like, not not that we're better than them, but almost a belief that they kind of can get away with it. And yeah. now we're in the business end of the season. Teams like Burnley, you know, at their point, and teams like Southampton have got something to play for. Yeah. Like, every chance for them is like, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, a goal for them is the difference between staying up or going down in, in some regards you're saying that we think we can get away with it that's mm. a good way of putting it because we don't give away many chances yeah. and I think we can almost do that on autopilot now as if our, our shape is just going to protect it's us it's so good yeah. teams aren't going to overcommit yeah. because if they overcommit we're going to kill them on the counter attack yeah. because that's just what happens that's what Wolves do mm. but clearly they didn't even need to overcommit Southampton it, really it doesn't help when you when you look at that back five and you say you you look at from from left to right. You'd say Johnny's worst game as, as a Wolves player. Yeah, mm. Cody's worst game since he's moved to centre back. Solis's worst game mm. as In a centre back. Yeah, Doherty's worst game this season. I thought, and yeah. and Bolly. I thought Bolly was okay. He was the yeah. best of the five. But but that is a he, pick of a bad bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, I think you could argue that all of them had their worst game this season on yeah. Saturday, all combined. And I thought it's the first time that Cody's looked like a midfielder at. At centre, yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it's because Solis is another centre midfielder that's playing at centre back. Yeah. So I don't know whether Bennett sort of has got that extra guidance and gives us a bit more solidity yeah. because yeah. he looks yeah. like a centre midfielder at centre back. Natural instinct to defend that I think you just need. Yeah, at the yeah. back at times, and I think Bennett would have had that, you know, straight instinct that okay, if the ball comes in at the near post. Mm-hmm. Any good striker runs across the near yeah. post. Yeah. So where do you go and cover? You cover before, you know, mm. that area in front of the near post. Whatever you need to do, you get something on it. But Sykes didn't even make a challenge no. for me. And that's what kind of got me about that. Because you can almost see it coming. Like yeah. two seconds prior, it's like, he's on your shoulder, he's on it's your like shoulder. Any player worth yeah. assault is going to make that run. It's yeah. textbook. It, yeah. It's not... 
it was a good it was a good strike yeah, for him, which is for Red like it, he was quite impressive as a yeah. as a central striker, but like you say, I don't think we can see that goal if if Bennett's no. playing instead of size. I, no. I genuinely don't think no. that. And the second as well is just I just thought it was a lack of communication because yeah. he's just come off Doherty, hasn't he? Yeah. And he's just drifted inside and no one's yeah. no one's took responsibility, which I felt was kind of the case all game. No one really took responsibility anywhere. Like even in midfield, I don't think anyone no. sort of no. no one grabbed the game and thought right, which we're going to, you know, Neves. I thought was which will come on to. I thought was quite yeah. poor. Then Duncan just struggled to get into it. I just think everyone just it was just did a little bit flat even when say, we're chasing like, the game. You know, sort of in a way reminds me like at the start of the season when we kind of went on this run of hanging the same team for such a continuous spell and. You know, pretty much since the new year, kind of when Dendonka's kind of cemented his place and Jot has sort of found his way into the team and the formation shifted, we've really not changed it that often, apart from a couple of games like against uh, Cardiff when he was looking to rest a few players. It has been a very consistent lineup and it kind of feels like it's slowly caught up with us again. And, you know, I know we've all kind of spoke about the sheer lack of quality coming off the bench but you know it might just be a case that that back five's played well apart from Sace they've all played a lot of games this season Doherty doesn't tend to get dropped Johnny when fit plays Bolly and Cody never out of the team unless suspension and it just feels like that maybe it's not even physical fatigue but almost like that mental fatigue like they are five games away from the finish line They've had the absolute crap kicked out of them emotionally um, in, at Wembley, and they they just need a they just need a restart button with five games left. I think whether we like it or not, and yeah, we, you can buy into the whole Wembley hangover mm. line. I think Nero's mistake was not changing that team. Yeah, he he went he sent players out, you know, put faith in them, which is admirable, but they'd been through the mill. In that game, and whether again, probably not because I don't necessarily buy into the physical fatigue thing either. It's not a long season compared to a championship no, season. No, so and they've had a week off since since Wembley. Mm. They probably had a couple of days off. I yeah, imagine. I would've, I would've, oh yeah, I'd have thought so. Here. So that doesn't really. I, I don't buy that. But the mental fatigue and the mental strain, you know, that they've probably been under. Just thinking it every single night, thinking probably, you know, because I'm sure we've all been doing it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, what if, what if, and. It just needed some fresh ideas on that pitch, whether yeah. it was Vinagra at wing back or having even Morgan Gibbs White, yeah. who hasn't been playing well, just yeah. just put him in there as something different, something the opposition will have to think about when they come up against us. You know, enough people have seen that midfield trio of Matinho, Dendonka, Neves, but they know what's coming now. That, that's my one concern with Nuno long term, mm. and then, you know heaven forbid anyone say anything negative about him but it seems to take he's quite reactive he doesn't make changes until no. we've hit this bad run so I thought we could before we hit the bad run in the end it was back November wasn't it October November yeah I, I could see that that was going to come yeah. because and then it sort of got gradually you know we was, we got ourselves up for the United game mm, in the yeah. league but aside from that it's been quite poor even the Chelsea result like yeah. it's a good result. Oh yeah, I we, we, didn't well. we didn't yeah, we didn't play. Well. Bournemouth, we, I don't think we were great. No. So we haven't been that good for for quite a while. But I think he had the right idea when we played Cardiff. Yeah. 
and what everyone agreed that was a really refreshing performance you yeah. know everyone saw plenty of good from that but he's just been essentially yeah. since you know it's almost like a different formation playing those yeah. two at wing back it does completely change yeah. of course it does and it completely changes the you've got like, teams on the back foot straight yeah. away it feels like I sort of think he and what will most likely happen is he'll probably end up going with Traore and Vinagra at home against a potentially sort of Possibly. relegation threatened team but he wouldn't want to try it away from home which I think say Southampton knew they needed a result it would have really made them sort of kind of question it if they'd gone hang on well Vinagra's starting here this is this is different or you say Gibbs White's in midfield instead of Neves who arguably is sort of needing a bit of time out of the side and, um, and I think if you put Traore in the situation he was in in the second half where they essentially had three players surrounding yeah. him in the first half at nil-nil or 1-1 one, one or whatever the scoreline was it's a different game yeah. Yeah. he's attracted a whole group of players to him whether he gets the ball or not you it's can take advantage of that yeah, somewhere else so. you know Jota would have had so much more space in his channel where he, he likes to operate you know, it, it doesn't have to be the fact that the players you play actually impact the game it just makes opposition teams think differently. And when you've got a midfielder like Matinho who can exploit space, yeah. like it's it's perfect. But like you say, they could just once the game, once it was three one, bring it. They, well, he came on at two one, didn't he? he trial rate. Yeah, he came on at two one, and then was. I was going to say at fault for the third goal. It was terrible. Just, I thought it was just terrible defending all yeah, that. Again, that, that's for me. Like I mean, we, we've all played a fairly low, mediocre level of football, but. It was schoolboy. It's absolutely. It was cool. Yeah, you know, it's it, it, I, I was gutted when I saw it was him. As yeah. Well, oh, because yeah, I, yeah. I know. You know, you, you, you could straight away. You could feel the hate of the anger. Yeah, because straight away, if that's anyone else on the pitch, it's not something that's hung on. Yeah. But yeah. Because it's trial, right? Oh, it's, it's, a stick to, it's a stick to beat him with straight yeah. away. And immediately, people have forgotten the two bursts down the right yeah. wing, and he's put decent crosses in. Mm. And it does make me. And the only times we got actually yeah. is the box in that half. Because I watched, I watched it. Um, on some erroneous methods mm. and it does make me laugh because I'm, I'm convinced now every commentator has just got the note that Troll Ray doesn't put in a good cross because against Southampton he didn't put one bad one on yeah no. and, but every cross they go if no. he could do that regularly then he'd be but, he but he puts in a lot of good crosses <laughs> I think they're, they're almost saying it before he's kicked the yeah, ball definitely <laughs> it's like they've got this preconceived thing of what Troll Ray is so that's what he is regardless he's of what fast. they're actually seeing yeah it, and it's just ridiculous I and I think in another in another season he'd have seven or eight assists because at the start of the season he was yeah. creating chances and this was when Jimenez wasn't really I think you know wasn't firing. I think it's almost in a way it's like his cross start, crossing style is he very much get it to the byline and dig one out to the back stick. Well, we all saw the Burnley game. You sorry, know. sorry, I just caught a glimpse of a Man U game that was going on, <laughs> and so that's why my voice went. Get to the back stick. <laughs> We saw the Burnley game when yeah. we didn't decided not to start Jimenez. No. And cross after cross after cross went in from the right hand side. Yeah. And nothing happened. And you know, like, you know. I, I'd prefer to see him kind of cross the way he does. It actually, it seems to be fairly effective. And you know, well, seeing the Man U game, Ashley Young, who can't beat a first, you know, all his crosses hit the first man. Mm. Um, I mean, we'll talk about Saturday later, but. Is it time for Neves to come back out the side? Because, you know, it's been a series of results now, a, a series of games for him, but he has just struggled to implement his 
his stamp on the game, I guess. Yeah. I mean... I, I get quite upset talking about Neves now, because I love the guy, I absolutely love the bloke, but he's not doing the things that he's good at. That's the basic thing. Yeah. You know, he's, he's actually not passing the ball well no. anymore, no. which is the frustrating part. Partly, I think, because, I mean, Southampton, they play with wing-backs... The big switch wasn't on at any point. No. I think Cody yeah. suffered a lot as a result yeah, of that. Yeah. His performance wasn't good because he weren't finding those passes. And I think that those two players especially need that to go well early on in the game. Sort of sets to kind of yeah. get them get themselves going. And they when, suffered. When was the last suffered. time that you'd say Neves had a really good game? Leicester probably wasn't it? Leicester at home. And when was that? This, that was start of January. January. Yeah. So we're talking. Two and a half, three months now. Yeah. I mean, and I thought on Saturday he was almost at the level of being a hindrance. He, yeah. I thought he was that poor on Saturday. I was surprised he didn't get hooked, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd like. And yeah. I would. You know, this stat gets floated around about mm. how many shots he's had from the outside of the box. He's, he's not even close with the no. majority of them. Is it, and it's, it's almost yeah. becoming it's like Ronaldo free kick. And it's what he yeah. Do you know People what I mean? think he's good at yeah, them. He's, not, like, he's not good at them. No, <laughs> if, he gets, if he gets the ball 40 yards out, that's his first thing. And he wasn't like that either. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure he wasn't like that last year. No. But now, it's almost like he's heard, I'm, I'm good at shooting from distance. Because yeah. I scored that one against Derby. You know, and he had that run, didn't he, last year when he did score. A, and he, obviously, he's got unbelievable, he he's got unbelievable ability. Yes. Yeah. But... It's like he's it's a bit like he's just snatching and just trying to force yeah. it a little bit, like trying to force himself back into form. Yeah, but he, but who do you replace it? That my issue is who do you replace him with? Well, I think like the, you'd always have to replace sort of two or three and completely change it. So you know, it's whether you bring Bennett back into a defence, but you push Sace up a bit further and give yourself something slightly different in that midfield and bring in Morgan Gibbs White. So you've you're really shaking things up. Because it, I know it feels like they, they're so set in stone. It's well, do you change all three of them? Because yeah. you know, then Donker, you know, bless him, he's a functional player. No, I disagree with that. I yeah. do disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I thought on I thought on Saturday he was the best of the three midfielders. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And. I think it's a bit of a disservice to just say he's functional because of what he offers a lot to the team and he makes other players look a lot better than yeah. they are. I think when I say functional, he gives you. He's not. Go- he's not going to pick the ball up and, and spread a seventy yard. Yeah, pass for I think that's what I mean. Like you, you kind of. He's a very much. A, if I said a ten yard player, everything that he does, it is within ten yards. Whether it's passing it, shooting it, running it, yeah. it is all really good short bursts, but. With that, it's quite systematic, so he won't gain you big yards, almost like in American football, like, he won't get you 40 yards at the field in one go, Yeah. but he's good enough at giving and going, and he's strong enough and fit enough to get you to almost the next transitions on the pitch, I guess, and yeah, I think if you don't have the, you know, the players around him who aren't informed to do those biggest passes... You know, people struggle. I think we are. We're talking about a midfielder that essentially we don't have right now. Yeah, and that's you know we've got the the players who can do the big switch and you know Mm. put the ball on your toe from fifty yards away. We've got you know the players who can do the simple stuff, but we haven't got someone who can just pass. You know, even if it's a little five ten yard pass, but between the lines. Hmm. find someone I think Moutinho can do it yeah. but you almost want Moutinho doing it and receiving it at the same time yeah. 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 so 
you know, where do you go with that? You you want him playing deep. You want him playing further up the mm. field. It's, we haven't got that midfield midfielder to either a receive it yeah, or a there's be not the that, player that picks him out. There's not that many no. players. I mean, if you were to think of an example, who would it be? Someone like and Herrera or something yeah, like that. You need. We're always yeah, missing just, like a genuine. Just someone who you know is going to pick the lock a little bit. Cole Henry. He <laughs> <laughs> bashed the door down. Pick the lock. But um, yeah, I, I, into examples of a player. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it, I know someone like a Fabregas or something. Yeah, you just yeah. know that he can play deep, but he, you know he's going to find a pass in, in, mm. in front of a back four. Where is it that outlandish? We saw Monaco's best midfield last season. I don't think midfield. I'm not sure Fabregas. Uh, you know, imagine he's, he's not really got. Well, he's never had pace, but Fabregas, Matinho, and Neves. He's not midfield for it. We'd be caught in the round. I was going to say. You know, golf buggy or something. Some wheels I'm, on those. I'm boots. telling you now. I'm not. Sh- I'm not saying it'll be for Wolves. Matidio can play for another at least another six years. He probably could at a yeah. good level. Yeah, yeah. but he doesn't oh, yeah. look like a 32 year old. Player no, so you mean Qatar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good <laughs> level. Qatar or China? It's going to be one of the two. I mean, I, I get what you mean. I think sort of for me, it you need Morgan Gibbs White to really step up yeah. because he is that player for me. That you know, if you've got Martino slightly deeper alongside a Den Donker, I know, I know, yeah, I can see a shake. I don't know, I've got, I've got a point in a bit I can make, but actually, you need you need someone, they say, for the other, you need some the other side of the line who can pick it up and turn. Phil Foden, yeah, if yeah, I, if, if you were giving me a player out that under 17 World Cup, yeah, Andy Gibbs, right? Well, I was gonna yes. say, that yeah, you go. I was gonna say, you've slowly dragged on my point. <laughs> But, you know, we're looking for a number 10. You know, we need that number 10. We need someone with a bit of magic. Could Bright brighten up Wolves at this moment in time? <laughs> yeah. I could have thought well, I, 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 I don't know why I'm laughing. Because I've thought about it. I've sung his phrases this week. <laughs> you could have used his surname and then his first name as the I, next. So I you could have said, could another you know what? brighten up you Wolves. You know what? I panicked and I didn't want to pull a day and get the name wrong. Could have thought Brighton up once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the answer. Stop, stop avoiding the question. <laughs> yeah, then. Husband. It's difficult, isn't it? Because he's looked, from all intents and purposes, from what I've heard, he's been really, really good for commentary. Mm. A little bit patchy in terms of every game, but I've been told that he's comfortably their best player. Yeah. So it's. It's whether that's ever going to translate into a Premier League footballer because he's not he's not young now, is he really? No, he's coming to twenty two now, yeah. is he? I think. Yeah. I just think on you could square him up against any defender in the world, and at some point he's either going to fall on his ass or make them look stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually genuinely capable of doing that, and the best thing he's doing right now is obviously playing games regularly. Yeah, agree. The the problem is. Regardless of what happens, he's not going to play every single game no. for Wolves, which is a shame. But if he, right, he's got, say he's got six games left in the commentary <laughs> and he yeah. carries on this run of form and Wolves say, right, we're going to give you a year extension. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be totally averse to, no. like, for example, on Saturday, if we've got Bright on the bench, that's not a terrible option with 15 I, minutes to go, no. I don't think. Well, we've he, already, gives we've also, he gives you something different. Um, you take him over Costa right now. Oh, that's beyond. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know he's going to do more. He's going to give you. I say, almost in the same way, Troy being on the pitch, that almost that random factor. Yeah. Um, I, I, 
when you're talking about how he's doing, I did remember a wonderful tweet we got. Um, I think it was just yesterday, actually, um, from a Coventry fan um, in terms of how well Bright's doing. And it says, if he passed the ball more often, instead of trying to take on players when he shouldn't be, he'd be a top player. <laughs> but I know he is younger. That will come with more experience. I think we've been saying that for four years now, is it? Probably. Yeah. Probably. But without him trying those things, you don't get the, the magic that... No. And there's uh, another thing I like about Gibbs White is no matter what awful stuff he produces on football, he's always trying something. Yeah, he does try it. Yeah, I, I and would I'd rather have that than someone who's just going to pass the ball sideways for 90 minutes. Yeah. Costa isn't trying... I know this isn't just another dig at Costa because no. he didn't really... He went on long enough to have any sort of impact, but he's, at the moment, he's not even trying things. I'm sure I saw him beat someone on Saturday. No, he wouldn't. I think I did. No. Was it a mirage? I think he did and then got tackled. He did. He, he did. did. Some kind of foul. Yeah. yeah. I told you. Yeah, you had a good game. That's (laughs) that's his best cameo in in the six with my top A worrying side of things to come, isn't it? Um, Players, man of a match. I was going to say, players, man of a match. Uh, Prosecco, Wolves, man of a match. Patricio made an absolutely unbelievable save. Like an absolutely unreal save. So just for that, then... Oh, before we carry on, can we talk about him and Ez's volley? Oh, yes, how do I? Yeah, yeah go. Break it down. Oh my god. I need to flip my phone out my hands into the three because <laughs> I, I just, was just like, what? You just presumed it was going in. Like, it couldn't have dropped to him. Even yeah. if it didn't go in, he went out for a throw in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I think he's prone to these things. You, you know, have you seen him try sometimes to just blindly volley the ball across the pitch for yeah. 50 yards? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes he'll yeah. just sky it. Yeah. Straight up in the yeah. air. I think he's prone to these odd moments where he just goes a little bit mental. That was as, as I've described before. He's a very karate footballer. Yeah, yeah. But, and he can uh, either be Wembley volley bottom yeah, corner yeah. or or because he just he just tries a lot of volleys like that. Yeah, like, like he tries he's a lot a of Zlatan-y yeah type of volley. As I said karate footballer. Imagine if Trial Ray would have done that. Oh, oh my god! Imagine no, <laughs> we would not have heard of the end. He would, imagine, he would honestly, not be allowed back into Wolverhampton. I think the official Wolves account would have gifted it by now. Yeah, yeah. God, the Wolves account isn't that banterous. Like no, no, what for no, the account? No. You know, but, and that works out well. Yeah, uh, we'll be back to talk about uh, the Brighton game after this. Before we go any further, if you're looking for web design uh, for your business um, or you need a new logo or just a bit of marketing, go and take a look at our long-term partners, pixelyetimedia.com. They're not just web designers, uh, they're a creative agency that cover your uh, all your design needs from websites, brochures, signage, marketing, logo design and branding. Uh, make sure you go check them out, they're really great, uh, Pixelmeti, pixelyetimedia.com. So, on Saturday, Wolves are up against Brighton at home. It feels like ages since we're last at home. I know we played Man United in the in the league. Yeah. But I kind of felt like... That was pre-Wembley. Yeah, it? yeah, it was, it was pre- before Wembley. It's, it's, B, like it's not BC, it's BW. <laughs> yeah, it's BW. We all changed as BW yeah. since that Sunday Yeah, like, I kind of feel like... Um, it do, I, I, genuinely, I felt it, like it was like the first game of the season on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like that was the end. It's the first yeah. bit of football that I'd watch. Well, it is Easter yeah. and the time for resurrections. Yeah, so good, good work. Yeah, yeah. But, but isn't he still dead at the point that we play them? Yeah, Jesus or, yeah. or Wolves? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
At the moment, Brighton are actually currently losing 1-0 to Cardiff. Wow. A goal from Mendes Lang. Oh, yes. Nathaniel, <laughs> the boy. Yeah. The so, boy done good. as things stand <laughs> as a time of recording, which is admittedly during their mid-play, uh, Brighton sits 17th, just two points above the relegation zone if uh, Cardiff actually go on to win. Uh, Brighton on 33 points, um, Cardiff on 31. That might change by, well, to be honest, by the time this actually goes live. But Brighton, um, well, got hammered at the weekend, let's be honest. 5-0 to Bournemouth at home. They'll be without Anthony Knockhart through suspension. That's the worst tackle I've ever... Sorry to jump oh, in, that's it, the, the worst tackle I've ever... Have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. It's no. absolutely it's, dreadful. Like, he, he's ran about 20 yards. The ball's nowhere near him. And two foot... I think it was Charlie Daniels. Yeah, was. It, was it, it, was it, it was. He just lost it, his head. Was it the tackle of a man whose wife has just left him? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's the thing, what the, the the word on the street is anyway. So. Absolutely. It was, like, Hewan didn't even look at him, and Hewan's the nicest man in the world. Wow. Wow. So I was just thinking I could find it uh, to show you, but I actually can't. Yeah, I, um, um, see, I, I actually spent the entire day with a Brighton fan at work today, and he filled me with a lot of confidence, I've got to say. It, um, it, it's quite funny, because... You you can't be expect. I'll just show. I'll just show you. I mean, if I said it's Sunday league level, oh wow! Yay! Yeah, it wasn't. It's like mate, the ball's there. It was muscat esque. Let's be honest. The ball's there, mate. Oh, sorry. Sorry, we're also getting (laughs) into that as well. Again, as of time time of recording, Lionel Messi's just doing Lionel Messi thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Brian's season, you don't you don't hear from him much during the season no, no. anyway, but you kind of just expect him to be trundling along mid-table it's, and getting un- on with it. It's unraveled. It's, it's it really has. They're on their sec- only their second season, aren't they, Premier League? Or is this their first? Well, they got promoted. They beat us at Molyneux under Lambert, yeah. didn't they? They essentially got promoted then, so yeah. it will be two, two seasons. Years, so, sure. like, if, yeah. like, they've kind of quietly slipped into that second season syndrome. But it, it's almost... Out of Cardiff and Brighton, which one of them is, is going to be worse in the next five games for them? Yeah, and Brighton are dropping. If they lose, I know this is all going to sound really out of date when Brighton. I tell you, what, I win, cannot wait until win five one, smash it. Yeah, but they look they're dropping. Like mm. if you lose five nil at home to Bournemouth, yeah, you are struggling, and they notoriously have dreadful away form as yeah. well. Yeah, and. If they lose tonight, they'll be forced to come out and play against us. It's yeah. all set up for a 1-0 win to Brighton. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> or a really, really down. Glenn Murray will literally arse one in, will he? Yeah. That's just what he's going to do. But yeah. If anyone saw our game at Brighton earlier in the season, it was oh, a kind of head in your hands, how yeah. did we not win that yeah. game? I think we definitely deserve... Um, we definitely deserve... I was going to say a bit of a comeback on that one, considering... Like, you look back through on what games Wolves probably deserve something more out of the game. You know, I think we can all probably hold our hands and say we didn't really deserve anything out of the Southampton game. Yeah. I think probably at least one of the Huddersfield games, you could go, yeah, Wolves were one of the most dreadful sides yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> but Brighton, we were good. Brighton, I, I, don't, I don't quite know how we managed to... It wasn't even how we didn't manage to get a point, how we didn't manage to win. Yeah. 
It was incredible. I just think about, you know, if you go back to Dean Doherty, he got in on goal, side yeah. foot, left foot, side foot, just past the post. Didn't Bennett half. have that chance last minute as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. Bennett had that. Yeah, he, just, he miscued it, I yeah, think, yeah. from the penalty spot or something. And Keeper had an absolute storm with that day, to be fair. And he's a good goalkeeper, to be fair to him. But mm. I just think Brighton are one of those sides that we can get at and yeah. won't struggle against. I think so. They're just not that good going forward, and some of the signings of Jurgen Lockadia, bullet missed <laughs> there. Say. Wow, we have dodged one. I'll tell it you. Was, can you remember that guy that went to Wigan instead of us a few years ago? Yes. What was his name? Delort. Yeah, yes. Anthony Delort. He's another Delort. one. Yeah. He's another yeah. one that we because he's not there. He can't. I don't know where he is. Well, so he's not done well. That was when like Joey Mason was our yeah. transfer budget done, <laughs> and Chris Wood was always nearly well, about signing, but his wages were just too high. Are we considering yeah. Joe Mason as a better option than Andy Delort right now? As in, I mean, we, just, we got away with one there. All <laughs> <laughs> for that goal up in Birmingham. I'm just assuming that there's a um, you know there's a Belgium like Division Two podcast that are sort of say. Yeah, did we dodge it, but it's not so Paul Gladden. What is this world? Um, yeah, you know, I think we're all sort of relatively confident. I think, you know, we've said despite, that, despite Saturday. Despite okay. Saturday, the boys are sunning it up in Marbella. They look like they've gone go-karting, which is, you know, lovely of them. Um, you know, I think from last year when they Have got we seen there, any photos yet? I've only seen a photo of him after... I've seen a photo of him and Ez who seemed... I think he's with them. They've been just chilling on a lounger. I don't, I don't think, think the social out. media team are going big after Saturday. No, no, they? Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> one of these weeks where you just like... Just Wait, go out there. I was going to say, was it... Oh, when did you send them the pics of our holiday? <laughs> just spent like, no, like £200 in the last week watching us lose twice. You do, you do yeah. it afterwards, yeah. like about a week later, and just be like, about last week. Just 10 photos, just in a flick. Sun emoji, sunglasses yeah. on. If went, we win on Saturday, that's fine. They went yeah. really big on the last Marbella yeah, trip. Like, well, I was going to say, I'm trying to remember if it was the last Marbella trip or whether it was um, pre-season where, like, I think it was like, uh, Carav just did like an Instagram video and just zooming past it and just like all of a sudden just saw like a row of beers yeah, yeah. and just been like yeah that's a thousand percent what I'd be doing if I was you'll never you know, guess what this footballer was drinking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually <laughs> yeah so I think they might be a little bit more reserved pretty Wembley aren't it it's yeah. Marbella you can't be reserved in Marbella no. I shouldn't <laughs> but uh, how do we think I was going to say how do we think we're going to line up on Saturday I think, think alright how do you think and what would you like because <laughs> well, yeah. well we don't bully him <laughs> I think Troy coming on for Doherty during the game was actually quite an indication of where Nuno's thoughts yeah. are regarding Troy at the moment which I think is good he wouldn't have taken on Doherty, taken Doherty off six no. months ago no. um, any chance at all so I think there's an, an opportunity for Traore there, especially against a team that seemed quite fragile. It's a good opportunity to just give him a run, let him run right on that flank. And Vinagre as well, you know, it's, it seems odd that our most attacking changes that we can make right now are bringing in wing two wing-backs, yeah. essentially, because there's nothing wrong with the front pair. You, you can't no, no, argue no. with it. And I don't think the rest of the players... That are available to suit that shape anyway. Dot mm. Jota, 
he's got that position nailed. Jimenez obviously has that position yeah. nailed as well. But there may be an argument for changing the shape of the midfield, possibly. What I'm going three with someone genuinely behind the striker. Mm, yeah, yeah possibly. Thinking, yeah. I, I I'd be tempted to bring in Gibbs White or Bright, depending on. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, go, that's not that's not a clause, that's not a clause. I'll have to give him a phone call again. Um, um, yeah, but you say, I know when we played Chelsea and we beat him at home and sort of Gibbs White had that more advanced position. Wouldn't want that high up the pitch, but I you know, I definitely think he's capable of playing that number ten role and you know, it takes like ages ago watching Gibbs White run away from Angolo Conte. Like. I know. Did that really happen? It did. Well, well, and sort of just well, he's, the bar, he's gone for some superhero haircut now. It's hoping he changes fortunes as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I, did, I did see that before. That's, uh, yeah. Again, the action. You need a again. desperate man. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's like Sacy's blonde moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> From the last yeah. Again, you need, you need uh, some haircuts, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like nicknames. <laughs> you can't. I've got sort of work. Um, I don't actually. No, he listens, frankly, I don't care. His name was Richard Ambler, and on his first day, sort of introduced himself and went, Hi, I'm um, my name's Richard, uh, but you can call me Rambo. Oh, wow. You can. <laughs> I went, I went, I went, I went, okay. You have Rich- permission to call yeah. me Rambo. Okay, Richard. Um, that's Absolutely, just, Richard yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, there's only one dick of that office, and it's me, <laughs> thank you, sir. He. He left after seven days after he fell asleep. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's another story from another time, though. Um, uh, score predictions, gents. 4 0. <laughs> 2 Does he do anything different? Right? <laughs> a blind squirrel occasionally finds a nut, doesn't it? 4 0. I'm confident about this one. Any. Um, I didn't say 4 0 at the weekend. Didn't you? No. What did you say? 3. three. 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 Yeah. Oh, it's like come down then. That's negative for yeah. you. Man. Yeah. I'm going to go 2 0. I'm going to also go for a kind of really classic Nuno 2 0. One after 15 minutes, probably another one, the 65 minute mark. And, and just a dead game for the last And then it minutes. will just be the ball will be passed along, sort of about the 40 yard line for the rest of the game. And we can all like just go home happy again. Um, I mean, considering we've now kind of all. Back to ourselves for Saturday. I mean, I think we're all kind of keen and hoping Wolves end this season on the high because there's a there's a real opportunity. It could just sort of peter out now, um, especially like after after the Southampton game. So I was going to say, how can Wolves make sure they end this game, uh, end this season positively, apart from just sort of winning games? What can we do to win the fans back over? I just think. Winning? I know it sounds yeah. stupid, but that's. Are we in a situation where they need to win us back over? No, I, I, no, I don't no, think yeah. it's that far. Just it yeah. would be disappointing now if, for example, if we lose three of the last five, yeah. a couple of draws, and end in eleventh. Yeah, I think that would be a really gutting so, end to the season, and for them as well. It would. Like, I think, <laughs> I think the motivation is for them to to be the seventh best team mm. in the in the, pro, in the country because that's what they are, and it would be a shame for them to look yeah. back at this season and see I do us find as eleventh. You just you you have your own personal pride, and I, I find it hard to believe that players don't yeah. necessarily have that belief. 
but we also lost 3-0 to Sunderland on the last game of last season yeah. so. I, I can see that you know at the end of the day they're all competitive athletes they're all wanting to you know give their all but yeah, I, I don't know you can, you can always feel that just to get pulled back just that little bit sometimes and you know actually you know I'm sort of hopeful that you know when they do these sort of weeks away in the sun actually it is an opportunity for them to you know reorientate themselves mentally and sort of kind of get get back on the right track after we um, won the title last year didn't we then draw at home Sheffield Wednesday and then get beat by Sunderland was there anything was there any other games after that after we won the title because we won the title yeah. at Bolton yeah and then was it Sheffield Wednesday, then Sunderland? I think something like that, yeah. So that Sheffield you, Wednesday was actually dialed. Do, do you like think that. that once like the goals are done, that Nuno's like flip flops, sunglasses, well, the just team, like a chilled out entertainer? Do you remember he, he brought on Harry Burgoyne? Yeah. In the like, yeah. Will Norris, that yeah. felt like that, didn't it? It's just like I don't know whether it's just like so. I can't imagine it's relaxed. He doesn't look like a relaxing no, kind no. of character, but. We'll see. They, they, should, they should want to finish as hard as they could because it reflects on them. So, in the next five games, how many points do you reckon Wolves <laughs> are going to get? Bearing in mind, we've got uh, Brighton at home, Arsenal at home, Watford away, Fulham at home, and Liverpool away last game of the season. Richard, we just take it game by game. <laughs> game by game. Oh, sorry, we trust. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even talked about press conference. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I was going to say... I mean, let's be honest, you're over media's got an agenda. Uh, <laughs> they all colluded and yeah. said, you over there, you're going to ask that question. You're going to ask this yeah. really <laughs> horrible question about, about, us, our, about our bad away form that is actually yeah. quite bad. I mean, I mean how, how dare I a trained professional journalist there. I think Nuno walked out as a message to the players. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it was choreographed entirely. Wasn't it? I can, you can see a director in the back going three, two, one, action. <laughs> walk, walk. That, was, that was a message to the squad, and it's been heard loud and clear. We're off to Bob's boys. The players are about to depart. What? The players coming? <laughs> Nuno's a clever man. He is. I think that's all we need to cover on it, isn't yeah. it? I think that, if that doesn't tell you our views on the fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, we take it game by game? Game by game, yeah. Game by game. Yeah. Although, um, who have we got left? So, Brighton at home, we've win. all gone through a W. Yeah. Arsenal, win. at home. I think we'll win that, yeah. I'm going to go through a draw. Okay, that's I'm fine. Just, uh, Watford away. We have got Brent Foster in Gorgon Goal or Troy Dini up front. So. For the yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go win the Watford away. Fulham at home, last home game. Win, this season. win. They're dreadful. I think that will be four. That will actually. That, be four that will be your four nil for the season. I could actually see that being like a six four. Yeah. Oh, what? Just completely just, mad. Game. Yeah. Just yeah. like nuts. But win. I was going to say almost. I don't even know. It's going to massively impact balls. But probably like genuinely, what could be one of the biggest games in a generation. Not for Wolves, but for Liverpool. Could you see us like absolutely pissing on their parade? I think they could not have hoped for a better, like a worse game to play at the end of the mm-hmm. season. I honestly think because if it was a big game, as in a big opposition, yeah, it'll be a big game. Mm. If it was a bigger opposition, I think Liverpool come into their own. They seem to do really well. Yeah, see the other top six teams. 
against you know they've done really well against the worst teams in the division. We're an awkward team to play against. Yeah, we are, and we're notorious for being good against these teams as well. And especially if if what you can imagine happening is say, I'm imagining it's going to go to the last game. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if City score a couple of early goals, they're two up, and we're just frustrating. That that oh, field yeah. crowd is going to be oh, rotten. that'll be going mental. That'll, that'll be, be tearing yeah. each other's hair out. And then and then you just think about what, what we could do sight. on the counter. I mean, just imagine. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps oh, thinking just, about it. That would make up for when run into Virgil van Dijk yeah. and everything just falls apart anyway. I, to be honest, I just can't wait for some of the cringy tweets about Connor Cody. Oh, yeah. Because I think we'll be the most. That'll be. Like, Are you considering Wolves fans got on the back of his brother? The scouts Matthew will be after him, won't they? <laughs> yeah. that was, that that'll be the biggest support yeah. the Wolves have ever received for a guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally everyone in the country except for Liverpool fans will be shirt sales Wolves. are going yeah. through the roof in that, Indonesia. That's when they need to start selling the shirts outside of <laughs> Ming Moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think nine points will get for us this season. I think ten. I can call it nine. Yeah. Nine points. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, that should be enough to see us to seventh. I magical, think yeah. magical land of seven yeah. And then Watford beat Man City in the FA Cup final, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because that was the thing like, I was looking at it, like, it could genuinely, I was going to say, all be for nothing. That sounds, yeah. that sounds really bad. Seven, Being genuinely the best of the rest yeah, yeah, yeah. and going, yeah, well, we got a show for it is Well, it's nothing. Will it then be called the Wolves Cup if it's no longer the Everton Cup? If Everton don't finish in seventh, possibly we can climb it yeah. if you want. Stick yeah. it in the. We'll, uh, we'll take the walls. We'll take the I just call it like best of the rest. I think it's a nice. Yeah. A best are of you the rest. Up, are you up for the best of the rest? I am massively. Yeah. Good. Hashtag that. We, we, can, we can get that hashtag going, I think. <laughs> Guys, do you fancy doing more dance quizzes? I do. I don't, I don't know if I do now. I'm the scared. I'm here. Yeah. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I just want to know what tangent we're going I, on. I think. It's, it's going to be a Fatboy Slim reference, you know, isn't it? <laughs> you, know, you know what? Looking at it, it's actually a fairly sort of straightforward quiz for Dan. There's no like two point. Is he had a tough week? He can't be bothered. Okay, you're right, Dan. It's fairly, you know, it's fairly by the book for Dan. But question one: the last time Wolves beat Bryson at home was the 22nd of April 2006, winning one nil. But who played in goal for Wolves that day? 2006. Who are we? Yeah. 22nd of April 2006. That's nearly, nearly 13 years to the day. That's horrible era, isn't it? Don't tell him, because that's part of the quiz, isn't it? What do you think I remember? Yeah. What's the date, did you say? It was the 22nd of April 2006. Oh, that was a Wolves vintage 11 now. I'm going straight. I'm going straight. There's always a twist. There's always a twist. I know, twist I know, I know because thing. I know what the answer should be, but it's not going to be that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't know what the answer otherwise would be. Actually, so, I think I do. You know what? Okay, let's go. Right. Okay, let's have your reveal, Ben. I've, I've just gone Matt Murray. Okay. I thought that was the twist. Oh, it was actually Stefan Postman. For God's sake! I knew it was going to be a twist. I, I literally deleted no. that just then. Thinking that was because, because Murray played that whole season, but he must have been like injured for that game because that was McCarthy's first season. No, it wasn't. McCarthy's first was 06 07. I didn't deserve it then. No, you're both wrong. Got him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> well, we started off strong, yeah, for three. See, Dan's developed a, a, a mind. Oh, yeah, that was he's the got, year before, yeah. You're right. He's yeah. essentially got this mindful thing going on where you just second guess yourself now. <laughs> yeah. And it screws everyone over. Yeah. So, on the 11th of November 2002, Wolves played out a 1 1 draw with, uh, at Molyneux with Brighton. Name the only player in the squad that day not from the British Isles. 2002. November, yeah, 11th of November 2002. Let us know how you're getting along at home. <laughs> Just sorry. No one ever does. Of course they don't. Not halfway through a quiz. They don't, I've got an answer, they, but I don't want to say it. If okay. you want to pause Acast... And just, you know, drop us a quick tweet at WDFC. Thank you. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. You know, can you beat Gully and Ben? That's all we want to know in life. <laughs> okay. Who have we gone for, gents? I've gone for... Ivering Marson. I've gone for Mo Kamara. One of you is 1-0 up. And it's not Ben. Oh, it was Ivering Marson. There you go, boys. Ah. Oh. Shit, I'm in the lead now. I was going to say, <laughs> Shit. can you take the 1 0 lead? Benefayo's <laughs> just come off yeah. the bench. Okay, former Wolves and Brighton midfielder Elliot Bennett is currently at what club? I don't know why I went, oh, okay, Dan, like, I think it seemed like quite a... That's quite a standard question. Same question, in a way. Same. <laughs> I do think Dan's insane. <laughs> I know this is wrong, but I have but, got an answer. Well, his, kind of, his questions seem to kind of go off tangent. Yeah, it's Whereas not... this one was like, you know what, a player, play for both clubs, who's he at now? You expect a second half to the question, like, yeah, yeah. what's played a 1-1 draw with Brighton on the 17th of November? On that day... That was like... <laughs> yeah. what, what, what did I eat for breakfast? How much was bread? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, I cannot wait. Really. We need to make sure Dan's like a top end of season. I'm 100% wrong. Okay. I think I've got a chance. Who do you think he plays for, gents? I've said Portsmouth. So we've got Blackburn and we've got Portsmouth, do you say? Yeah. I don't know why. I wasn't looking at you for a clarification. You know what? Sometimes it's hard to hold on to a 1 0 lead, or you can do what Barcelona have done and double the advantage. It's 2 0 gully. Yeah, it's Blackburn. I think his brother played for Portsmouth. Yeah, I think he is. Carl? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that the last question? No. Because I'll no. put my phone away. No. <laughs> Can I still win? <laughs> yeah, we've still got one, two. We've still got two. Two. I mean, and a tiebreaker. You can take it to extra time. Okay. Actually, no, <laughs> technically, there is a two part question. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. All right. 20 years ago tomorrow, I don't quite know when that sits. Yeah. Uh, Wolves beat Birmingham City 1 0 at St Andrews. Who scored the winner that day? 20 years ago. Who scored, yeah, who scored the winner in 1999, um, April the 17th? Shit. It's going to be... <laughs> our favourite Norwegian again, isn't it? <laughs> There's always a question about him. And it, and it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Okay. By the way, okay. I'm, I'm just putting out there. Right. Don't skip hits. Uh, no, no, I'm skipping to the next one in my head. Just, just prepare yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all we're all slightly emotionally prepared before we start <laughs> yeah. these quizzes. Okay, uh, so who do you reckon scores the winner, gents? I've gone Robbie Keane. I've gone Carl Robinson. It was Steve uh, Carricker. 
Steve Corrick has scored a goal for us. Yeah. Okay, right. I need to make sure I kind of keep a straight face and see if I can get through this. One. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Bloody hell, I'm breaking it. Okay. According to visitbrighton.com. <laughs> what? Oh, no, sorry. According to a visitbrighton.com piece, former page free model and celebrity mum of the year 2012, Katie Price, aka Jordan, lives in Brighton. <laughs> but how many goals did Jordan Graves score for Wolves? That is brilliant. That is textbook. He took it out. It's one of the odds that she actually. He just took us for a drive and then all of a sudden he just took that. <laughs> took that last slip right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So, how many goals did Jordan Graham score for Wolves? Yeah, I think I know this. And competitive also, goals. Um, just says goal, I believe competitive. Because he got a there is Romario a... shrink going on. Oh, yeah. now, scored that one on I the beach I mean, I don't know either. Now, now, now I've composed myself, it's actually a bonus uh, point for who he scored it against. That's give us the answer, though. Hmm? That's You've give us the answer. Oh, I So I think yeah. it's one. Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember which I, team? I remember this girl. Do you know this girl? Oh, I know this girl. Because there was only one of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> we've established. Um, there was that game at Brighton where he... It was an own goal. Yeah, it was an own goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Akeem, oh, yeah, yeah that was on New Year's. Was that on New Year's Day? Yeah, it was on yeah, New Year's Akeem, Day. had an absolute stormer. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday. It wasn't. It was Charlton. It was Charlton. Yeah. No idea. You know what? We're going to do a tiebreaker anyway, guys. Yeah, it's because it's fun. It's just fun. All right. So. <laughs> Is it fun? <laughs> <laughs> we just want to hear what, was your, what was your original guess going to be? For, was it? Yeah, it was one. Oh, fair play. Yeah. <laughs> what was yours going to be? 36. <laughs> no, it was two. It's so, two. But yeah. you don't get the point for that. Sorry. <laughs> just okay. Rich, Rich, you can have a point okay. for that. It is only two. Again. I just want to hear what the question is. Yeah. <laughs> a, again, a wonderful caveat. <laughs> and there's one word in this that I genuinely love in this question. According to various Google search results. Various. Various. I like trying to work out what the question is. Yeah. Like halfway through it, because I know yeah. I know there's a sharp turn coming. How tall is Katie Price? <laughs> callback that's what that is it's a bloody callback to a last so, there, so there is a variety of answers that it's I mean this is, this is on various I mean he's wrote it down in feet in inches if you want to give me the metric I'll try and do a quick conversion you're not the tallest is she we're not discussing are we we're just thinking answers I want a consolation here I don't know I've n- literally never thought about her height oh. Dan. Dan bring me a height question He's <laughs> <laughs> not he's not in the conversation. <laughs> I mean I assume there'd be a bonus answer for which one of them is taller. But which what are you go what's your answer? So it's, I've gone four foot eleven. I went five foot one. You know what? If we're doing it on closest wins then Ben wins. What is it? It was five foot four. What? Well did not know she was that tall. No, nah, that sounds yeah. quite tall. Yeah. Four foot eleven is really small though. Is it? I think it's a girl. Yeah. I think that's really I mean, sub five, sub five foot is. 
that that's it's, sort of like oh she's small. I don't know, yeah, she's got, noticeably maybe small. Peter Andre is just really big. Now for our favourite uh, section as I load up my phone because apparently it takes ages to load up an iPhone. Uh, Twitter corner. Thank you to everyone who sent in your questions this week. <laughs> this is where we try our best to answer the toughest things that happen in the world. So up first um, is from our man Adam Price. As it's Easter. Would you um, complete? Would it be completely ridiculous to spend twenty-seven pounds on a hotel chocolate Easter egg? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tastes the same as normal. I, I, I wouldn't spend that much on an Easter egg. Buy. You're much better off buying twenty-seven one-pound Easter egg. I wouldn't twenty-seven pound Easter egg. I wouldn't go that far, but that's going to make an amazing Twitter poll in about two hours' time. Okay. Easter um, egg chocolate just isn't that great anyway. Though it's like advent calendar chocolate. I wouldn't yeah. be paying twenty-seven quid for it. Oh uh, no. I mean, I've seen would the chocolate get... bar that comes with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. Be That's getting... just where you're talking value, isn't it? There, yeah. But would you be getting better quality if it is £27? I'm not interested. Yeah. He did say he's having a midlife crisis, though, so that might. That might be it. Yeah. I was going spe... to say, speaking of midlife stuff, um, Andy Gillard. I'll I tell you what. So I, is it I, just I, I, us it, talking it, to each other? It is, <laughs> a, it is apparently just our mates asking us questions. I'm going to have to skip one in a minute, but. Uh, and, uh, Andy Gillard's asked, uh, what was the last play you went to see? Hashtag highbrow. A pantomime. I've I never went been... to watch Aladdin in London, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jack and the Beanstalk. I saw a girl on a train about three weeks ago at the ground. It's all right. It's all right. Book. Actually, to be fair, it wasn't a bad adaptation of a book, but I didn't massively enjoy the book either. Sort of. So why would you go to the playbook? Um, Continue. Yeah, not, not the point, not the point. Again, another story for another time. You've got to entertain the other half somehow. Yeah. You? Yeah. Um, so, uh, Kieran Goodwin's asked, um, out of all the teams that are likely um, to go down uh, this season, which player would you take to improve our squad and why? His is um, um, Aaron Moy. Hmm. Billings, I think. Yeah, I like Billings yeah. for Huddersfield. I like Billings. Yeah, it, it, it's a Derek pick of a bad bunch. To be fair, yeah. there aren't many players. I don't think I rate him that highly. You know, Mitrovic. Well, Mitro, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Fulham have got some good players. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see with Like you know, I don't quite know where Alfie Mawson. Bring back Kevin McDonald. Alfie Mawson's good, not for that team, mm. but he's injury prone now. As yeah, well, isn't he? I think Mitro, you know. Callum Patterson if Cardiff go down. What, just uh, just do just sort of shit house. Just nuisance value. Yeah, just <laughs> fullback comes into forward. Yeah, yeah that's what, I know. like men that grow moustaches for Movember and he looks like he would do that. Yeah, that, that seems that seems fair. Oh, but enough. he also looked a little bit criminal. Oh well, I think he's that. awful, can I just add? He's yeah. Like, terrible, terrible. He's a rubbish footballer. Yeah, he? awful. Yeah. yeah. Not a professional. No, I Continue. don't don't know how he smashed their job. Continue. Um, okay, so Brett um, at Neverton Walls asks, "Why is an alarm clock going off where it actually turns on?" Hmm. I mean, you say people go off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going, going off. Or... It's because he's going mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That settles it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go, Brett. Um, no, but you'd say I turned it off. Wouldn't you? If it's like going beep, 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 and someone's like, turn that off. 
You would? Yeah. yeah. But would you also say my alarm? It's oh, yeah, but off. then you say my alarm went off as well. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's on fine. I think it's all right. It works. Yeah. Does it, do you understand when people say that? Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's I mean, fine. I've never, on what is effectively a daily basis, gone, huh, that's funny. Uh, it's just like quarter to seven in the morning. So um, we'll leave it on this from Stu Hall, um, which is, are Watford doing enough to be our new our new Bolton uh, rivals? Nah, I think people are a bit How? sensitive. They haven't, you know, cheated their way to victory. So no. why would we be that worried about it? We're just we're just being salty and Troy, a bit bitter. For Troy Dean is going to be the new John McGinley now, is he? Yeah, I think that's where I think that's where I think Stu's trying to go with it. I don't. It's nice it's to have someone to hate, though. Yeah, I, I, yeah, do yeah. Like I, I really enjoy hating teams, and yeah. I, I don't really hate that many teams. We haven't, got, we haven't really got one at the moment. Nah. The baggies are just irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate Watford. <laughs> I do hate them. For, for this month, for, I hate them. You hate them for being good for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because I think, I think yeah. you make a good point about sort of the Bolton connection. It's like. In 20 years' time, we would be going. Bloody Troy Bloody man. Watford. Yeah. It'd be bloody Gerard Dale if they Yeah, because yeah, I think the fact that Watford were, you know, good. Yeah. And yeah. actually, yeah, all the shit stuff kind of came post game. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, an elbow to the face and they got away with it or it was a handball or whatever. Um, so I think they still got a little bit more, a little bit more in the tank, maybe, to be our. We'll see, we've still got a play on, so there's still, still potential. That's going to be spicy, I think. Yeah, I think there's potential be, for I, a little I, bit to happen. Although Deeney's suspended, isn't he? Yeah. That is a, it's a mm. bit of a shame, but also... It could be in the crowd, though. Just like whipping it up. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine. Throwing flares about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just look, what, giving it the big one on the stand. He's a good role model for young people, though. I don't know if you've seen his video. I have. Yeah. 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 Good role model. On that note, I think that's where we'll leave it for this week's show. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Um, Pixel Yeti Media make sure you go check them out on pixelyetimedia.com uh, make sure you catch up with us on all our social media if you type in Wolf's Fancast we sometimes come up I think um, yeah um, we'll be back I think in a couple of weeks time I think we've got a week off for Easter um, next week because you know we, de- we deserve a week off but, you know it, the boys are in Marbella we deserve you know a weekend. We're dying and coming back. Yeah. We'll, we will be resurrected post-Watford game, I think. But until then, it's goodbye from Ben. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Gully. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time.